0: Good evening. Mm. Good evening. Welcome to episode seven. I hope that's right, seven of the spiritual emergency or bipolar podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Suzanne Bebbington, and. This evening, I come to you with a lot of fire, a lot of passion. If you're... I just want to jam on mental illness for a moment. I have to take my glasses off for this because I really get into it. Okay, this is something that happens a lot and I don't think people are aware of it. I really don't. I think... People don't know what they don't know and they're not conscious of how they're talking and their language. And I think there are too many people right now using the word my and attaching that to mental illness. So like they'll say things like my depression or my anxiety or my bipolar and i just want to say stop it i want to say fucking stop it because it's it's not yours you don't own it it's not to do with you it's you don't need to you you do, certainly don't need to identify with it what i would like to challenge you with is you can say i'm with anxiousness i'm with anxiety i'm with bipolar Oh, I am with depression right now and that's okay. It's completely okay. You're just with it. It will pass. I think all emotions, I don't know this, but I think the data is correct on it. So I'm going to share it from my study, my self-study. Emotions are about 90 seconds. They feel longer, but if you really dive into them, I think they're about 90 seconds. I've not practically played with this, so I could change my mind in a week or in a day, <laughs> depending on where we're at at this. but you don't need to you don't need to identify with that. Stop saying it's yours. And even physical illnesses, like my, my injury, this, I'm really conscious of this. I'm, I am personally am really conscious of calling something mine. Sometimes I'll separate it so much from myself, even if it's in my body and within my body, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we're separate right now, but you just you need to detach like we're separate. <sighs> yeah, so I just wanted to jam on that because not, not a lot of people are conscious of their language and how they're calling in more of it. They're calling in more of those experiences. And I'll share, in the last two weeks, I experienced those lower moods. I went through a phase where I'd been cooped up in a room, hiding from people, separating myself from toxicity, and I locked myself up. And because I did that, I was feeling so much detachment from the world and you know I've sat in my own energy a lot I know I know what that feels like I know the essence of every corner of almost all my being now like I I've, I've been there I'm sure there's more to uncover but I just from what I can cover in in this day and age from daily practices I've I've been there I've felt it I've gone there and um I had moments that that I wanted to this could be a trigger warning so if you're susceptible or in a vulnerable place you might want to stop the recording now but I was in the space of yeah I'm there again I could end it all, finish it all, be done with this, I'm done, I'm just so done, I was there, I really was, and it's bringing up a little bit of emotion talking about it, so there's some work to do, right, I've not, I've not um, completely integrated this just yet, but that's okay, that's fine, but yeah, I've, I went there, and the most valuable experience of going there again. It was so different. It was so different. It was low and dark. And I felt alone. Even with people around me. I I didn't know what would be appropriate or who would be appropriate to talk to so it was really challenging for my own well-being and that's generally when I pull out pen and paper and start writing it's like oh we're here again let's write something and it's not something I enjoy I don't sit down and write very often it's just it's like something It's like the last straw before the (laughs) before I break the camel's back, so to speak. It's just like okay, we'll go here then because this is you know the darks of the the depths of the mm, the darks the depths of the darks. So yeah, I went there, but I um I came out of it with a different outlook because I realized that no matter how many support services they are professionally no one can help no one can and I think for me a lot of my journey has been a lot of self-sufficiency it's been like that since day dot since I was an infant I stopped breastfeeding quite early I got up and walked quite early Earlier than all of my siblings, started walking really early, like doing my own thing, feeding myself, doing things for myself, sorting myself out because I on one in one thought process it's it's required. You need to sort yourself out. And I think I noticed the patterns in the younger generation now is that we, as adults, expect highly of them and ask them to do things, which they're quite capable of. But I think, wow, what's too early? You know, I don't have children myself, but what's too early to start children getting to do things for themselves? You know, if you're quite conscious about it. I noticed something the other day where I'd asked an infant Who's no more than two years old to do something, and but it's an expectation in in our in our family in our ancestral line is to do shit for yourself. It's really interesting because we, I think nothing of it. And looking back on it, I was like, hold on a minute, did I just ask her to do something that 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 she probably wouldn't do until till she was maybe four? You know. And I think, when when do we start doing things for ourselves and when do we stop doing things for ourselves? And I think we all start doing things for others and we forget to nurture ourselves. It's a really interesting message because if we stop nurturing ourselves, we we stop giving love to ourselves. And there's a couple of things that I do to remind myself of love and remind myself of nurturing and comfort and all these things that might be a little bit unspoken or taboo but are necessary for evolution and thriving and it could be something so simple as Making a meal for yourself and presenting it to yourself in such a way that you think that you're giving it to someone else but you're really just showing yourself so much love that you're preparing it for yourself. And then on the other end you can receive receive that and be within your feminine energy to receive it and think, oh, oh this is so beautiful to receive. But you've already put in the work to to give that to yourself. And I think that's, it's not, I mean, I'm probably going to go off on a tangent. It's not about bubble baths or um, face masks or things that people go, oh, that's self-care, that's self-love. Yes, yes, it is. But that's just the surface. That's, that's not diving deep into it. That's just literally the surface. That's just giving yourself time that you generally don't give to yourself regularly enough to notice it you're only giving it to yourself when you think ugh i'm down and out and i need it i need it now my needs need to be met and so yeah oh and it even goes into like moving your body in ways that feel good so you know different stretching and movement and yoga and dance and if you're in the space of strength training, I love you, I honour you, and I will get back to you. You are there, and I see you. I see you fully in your in your brilliance, and I honour it, and I watch you, and I'm, oh, I see you. You're doing it, you're doing the do. And that's, unfortunately, I have not, at that space at the moment, and that's okay. But I'm just really dipping into all these beautiful corners and crevices of my own body that I get to move into, and I'm I'm uh, nursing an injury once again. A beautiful, I, I guess it's a beautiful injury that wants my attention, wants my wants my attention and just wants my love really an infinite love and gratitude to this emotion like it's just so potent and it's there it just it wants my attention and I don't know how to nurture it all I can do is sit with it and ask what it needs That's all I can do That's all i can do right now it's all i know how to do it's all i know how to do and just understanding that it's a conversation a beautiful potent conversation that i'm not sure how to how to really go into just yet It's it's been beautiful to be able to nurture that part of my injury in, in a beautiful aromatic dressing. So tapping into beautiful plant medicine and anointing my body with it and thanking all parts of me and nurturing all parts of me and touching all parts of me and not being ashamed of that. Like literally saying, you know what? Yes, I touch every single part of me and that's beautiful because it means I get to know myself on a newer level. I don't, I don't really get to receive what message my injury has for me just yet. And I will continue to listen. And it could take, ugh, it could take lifetimes to get it. But my attempt is I want to hear it now. And even sitting in meditation with one area of my body, with one plant and saying, okay, how, how as nature, how can I support myself? How can I support myself right now? in this moment, and really receive what message that my body is speaking to me with. Mm. But moving on, I've had some great experiences with self-massage. It's been a beautiful practice. And I think really all I needed in that arena was the permission slip Because before my very last, and I say this lightly, mania episode, uh, before that I had done my own foot massage and started reading the lines on my feet because I'd just been open to the idea of palm reading and lines and what they meant and things like that. So I kind of got really intimate with my own feet at that stage. And I think there's a photo... Um, not many people have seen it. It's on social media somewhere, but it's me sitting over a journal and a bowl, a ceramic bowl of oil and my feet are together and my feet are so, my feet need a lot of love because they are so, they're supportive for me, but they're not the usual shape of support. So they, I do have a lot of, um, stuff that comes up lower limb region because of the imbalance there and I'm aware of it but I still love into that area and I think um when I did first do that foot massage for myself it brought up a lot of emotion I had a major release um I remember where I was sitting I was sitting in the meditation room that I set up for our meditation circles that I was running when I was living in Adelaide and yeah, I think I just used frankincense and I just went so deep and it was like so early in the morning and I came out thinking, what a transformation, but I was also really scared of it and I didn't feel safe to be in my body and so not long after that I started disassociating, mine went up, mine went into the higher chakras and we started playing around with The what I will call the bipolar emotions and the bipolar reality, and I didn't quite ground into what was physically happening in my own body. But yeah, now I look at it like self-massage is normal. I've been that that's really shattered. I've shattered the ceiling of that, and I thought, no, this is what it is, and it's part of a practice, and it's completely beautiful, so no matter what comes up during those sessions with myself it is the most beautiful conscious practice that I can gift myself to remind myself of how beautiful it is to be within a physical body and I even said it the other day I had a a massage a foot massage with a friend and I said I love when they individualize each of my toes and You know What I really am frustrated and I'm really concerned about is that they don't sit down and have a consultation with you and discuss your situation health-wise before they give you what's called reflexology. They don't sit there and go, oh okay so you're working with a naturopath on liver detoxification and you're working on this and that, okay we'll work on those areas and we'll pressure point those areas acupuncturally, that's not a word but I'm going to use it, acupuncturally and we'll dive into this and we'll cross the sinus meridian and the heart meridian and we'll touch on this and this and this and it'll just be a beautiful, beautiful symphony of touch points of your feet but that's that's not what the practice is about, they, they know of it, they're aware of it but they don't want to dive deep because people just sit down and they want a nice foot massage, they don't want to dive deep into emotions and uncover things that they would like to let go of and I'm aware of that. I know that's not a practice and maybe that's something I do for myself, um, which (laughs) I'm able to do in certain circumstances, which I find really amazing when I'm really drawn to touching my feet on the yoga mat. I'm like, okay, okay. All right, so we start from the basis and we just touch all organs and all points and we just dive into it. Beautiful. Beautiful. If no one else is going to be able to do it and you can't pay for the service, do it for yourself. Be empowered, do that. Don't stuff around. But yeah, self touch has been quite transformational. You know, I think a lot of years it was a real guilty pleasure to sit there in winter and grab your own foot and caress it and tickle your own foot or stomach or back or arm or um, crease of the elbow, like anywhere that's really sensitive that you just want comfort in. I think we do that for a partner but we don't do that enough for ourselves and that's something I've really dived into because it feels good. It's a physical, like it's the same philosophy, find what feels good. I will always go back to my bare bones building blocks of everything I ever learned from day one find what feels good and yeah still practicing in beautiful techniques and modalities you know it's not like um yeah it's beautiful I love I really adore the fact that I can have a practitioner guide me through a process or something I've not experienced and I do adore that because there's always a mystery with what's going to show up and I'm just so curious I'm just such a curious soul and I think oh that's probably one reason why I've not walked down the path of learning the practice for myself one of them in particular I've not gone diving deeper into it because I thought Oh, when I get to the end, I do it for myself. And that doesn't really bring me joy because I do everything for myself. And I love connection. And I love being the intermediary. And I love being used as an instrument. And I love people when they say, can you introduce me to someone who can help me? And I love, I was just connecting with a friend the other day over lunch. And, you know, this is really common for women. That she was talking about how she hates her body. And this is so common right now, like I hate my body and these are the, this is the, the dialogue she was saying, it does nothing for me um, and I'm trying to have a baby and it's not doing that and I'm also not happy with physically my appearance and I had to just sit and observe and just give love and compassion and say I get it, I get it but stop stop and we really uncovered some stuff that was coming up for her because I said look listen if you're saying if you're not having any gratitude for what your body does right now like breathing growing your hair beating your heart regenerating cells apoptosis like everything that's going on for you you can't actually call in more if you're not grateful for what you have So saying things like, oh, I'm not getting what I want, you know, I I understand where you're at, but I just think you need to really appreciate for what it does for you. And I shared a few practices that I partake in and said, look, I mean, these are some things or some ways you can love into your body no matter what it looks like right now. And that's probably why, secretly, I think that I manifested an illness because I was so reading about the mind-body connection and so fascinated about medicines and this and that and whatnot. And I was like, whoa, the mind is so powerful. Joe Dispenza, Lisa Rankin, all these people. I was like, whoa, 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 Dr. Wayne Dyer. I was in and amongst it and i think the universe said you want something to mend you you want to manifest something to heal i'll give you something to heal and gave me the experiences that i had right maybe maybe not i don't know it's just a thought but i think that there's some part of me that goes you know what i embrace the fact that i had to pile on and blow out physically weight wise with medicine that's completely okay because there was so much more deeper work to do that you wouldn't have done if if the physical was was the easy part you probably wouldn't have been so motivated to do it that's the truth yeah but I am I'm not I'm grateful for it because I get to dive deeper into it. And I, wish I, w- I believe I would have done anyway. But maybe my spirit team thinks, you know, no you wouldn't have. You would have just said, I love my body. I appreciate my body. I love where I'm at. And I probably won't change my ways of doing things. I'll be in my masculine training. I'll just keep on the go. And I won't look at myself deeper. But no, I think the message was, no, pile on that weight do the mindset work again, start again. You're not done. You're not done. There's more work to do. And uh it also ma- I think it allows me to relate to more people. I relate to the people who are physically in the gym and ready to compete cuz I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I was so close. We were down to what, 10 days to definition." And I had a massive, massive bursitis in my elbow blowout at that time. I um I had my body speaking to me on so many levels like screaming for attention. But I I think the biggest gift is when I get really low emotionally, I always think my work's not done like I wanted to speak to my body. And I don't just want to speak to my body with kinesiology cuz that's that's easy, right? I I want to be able to talk to my body and my DNA strands and my essence and my energy and, and hear what it has to say. But maybe it's not English. Maybe it's in a different knowing, knowingness or vision that I, that I see. So I think um, there's so much work to be done. It's exciting, but it's, it's damn hard work. It's challenging to be able to do that. It's a conscious practice, and it's also like you don't have any time off from it, because it's always on your mind, and if you're an extremist like I am, you dive into it being your full-time job, so... I think it's great to have a project. I think it's healthy to have a project or a self-goal or something you're working on while you're not perhaps employed or in the workforce or tied down to a corporation, those sorts of things. But uh, I I need that structure. I really do. And that's why I team up and collaborate with people and say, let me pay for your services and let me dive deep into your work, like hard work, right? Really hard stuff, like give it to me, the harder the better, right? The harder the work, the deeper the work, the better I do. And oh yeah, I think um, it's been really great. The people that I've been able to cross paths with, I've been able to say, oh, I've signed up for your course or I've dived into this or... Most recently, today, I've been able to get in touch with the yoga studio successfully, which is really hard because they're always busy. I love you, Yin Yoga, St. Mary's, shameless plug. I was able to connect with them today and sign up for tomorrow's yin and meditation. And, oh, I love the chanting. I love the singing. I love it. I love all of the harmonium, everything that happens through the practice. I It's such a luscious experience and I think I just need it. I just need to get out of the house to do it physically. Like I love at-home yoga. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You can get up in your pajamas, in comfortable clothing, in your workout gear and just get on the mat and do it. It's beautiful. What a gorgeous experience. But something about being in community, about being with others that that have shown up for themselves, that that took that extra step to drive to the studio to do it, is just one other level, one complete other level that you think, wow, like I just, I want to be a part of that. So I will be going to lots of yoga, double yoga on Friday this week. Ugh, double yoga. Ooh, all the classes, all this, all the flows and. I'm just going to dive into it because it's just, it's my practice and it really needs to be something that I nourish myself with. And I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll walk down the path of getting a yoga accreditation. It seems so formal and seems kind of boring. If it could be less boring, I'd get it. I'd do it. But I get bored so easily. I get bored so easily. And so I've never all of this passion and all of these skills and all these tools that I can share with people and teach people and like pass on or um sit around the old campfire and story time I, I, mm, there's just yeah I feel like there's so much wisdom in each and every one of us and we don't get to share it because we don't get the space the time the acknowledgement and sometimes we're not built with the skills to share our gifts and that's where I'm sort of sitting at because I'm like "Mm, there are so many mini little gifts that can be shared there are so many mini little things that can be can be passed on or gifted to someone else and it could be such a such as small as a concept like a sentence a snippet anything anything from this podcast like 30 minutes and whatnot 30 minutes 30 yes exactly any any snippet of something that could be passed on, and I think that's just such a beautiful, beautiful way of living is to just pass it on right pass it on, pass it on, pay it forward and I don't know I think the big the one thing I want to share is if you've got this far, beautiful thank you thirty one minutes big big one this is a big one it's kind of gone a little bit deeper than I thought but if you've thought something about someone today last week last month tell them if you've got a compliment that you're hiding back or you're scared to share connect with them share it people need your feedback you know people are quick to share that they don't like something but I think we need to be more loving and more accepting that yes I enjoy what you stand for and I would like to dive into that connect with you collaborate with you create something do something I think that's that's where a lot of you know I guess that's where a lot of business is going it's using people as their strengths and their tools and I think the worst thing about being unemployed during COVID is been there is so much potential and no one's using me. That kind of frustrated demon that comes out and says, Oh there is so much potential and no one's using me right now. No one's using me. And if they are using me prior to COVID, they're using me for things like my voice, my passion, my love, my compassion, my empathy dive deeper dive deeper like I just I want to meet can meet collaborate and connect with new realms of people I've not touched base with that just have lessons lessons where you can just work together and create something so beautiful And so nourishing and so collaborative that you just think, wow, 2020, what a gift. What an absolute gift 2020 has been because you've been able to just connect with people who are on that same vibration, with the same vision. Yeah, I've actually met someone recently But more so, we've connected as of late, meaning in the last 24 hours, we've spoken about some things because she put up quite a confronting video for herself, but because she puts herself out there, we were able to connect. And I think, wow, imagine if we all put ourselves out there more so than we already do, like share shit that we don't share and just someone will go, oh. I'm gravitated to that. Yep, 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 I do that too. Let's talk, right? Let's talk. And I think that's the beauty of it because I just have this vision of of what I would like to do and I think it would be more powerful, very, very powerful if I was able to incorporate others into it and it not be such a selfish practice know the old me goes Oh, just do it fucking you know go get the resources go down by the local park and just video what you want to do create it just have it download it's fine but then part of me goes no no collaboration and community is a really high value and somewhere somehow we will all come together and hmm Create something magical, but uh, yeah, so if you gained, oh, if you gained any value from this podcast, share it with a friend, a soul sister, someone who has come to mind, there's a reason they came to mind throughout this thirty five minutes or so, and just share it with them, and just get this in their ears. You can connect with me on Instagram. It's probably the best way we can always go on other mediums, but connect with me on Instagram at Jamie bebbington. We can just jam and chat and connect and I would love to meet you. That's if you've listened this far, we need to talk. There's something brewing in the other realms that are, is just something so potent and so amazing that we can just go let's mix some magic so I love you thank you for tuning in thank you for showing up for you thank you for being here you know it's just beautiful that you've gifted yourself this time and you've tuned in today and yeah whatever you decide to do Whether you're starting your day, ending your day, wherever you are in the world, I love you. I am sending you infinite love and gratitude. Oh, just infinite love and gratitude. I love you and keep shining bright. Stay well.